Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name again is Jeffrey Davis, and we continue to Zoom and stream shows on entrepreneurship, leadership, and how entrepreneurs are adapting to this ever-changing and crazy economy. Uh, Our next guests, Melanie and Brian O'Neill, presidents and founder of Rustic Marlin, uh, they were on our show before COVID. They have existed through COVID, adapted through COVID, hopefully coming out of COVID. People are now partying again. What a perfect guest to have on. So welcome back. Thanks so much. Good to be here. So I don't even know where to start. Why don't we start with our listeners telling them what you guys do at at Rustic Marlin? Sure. So we are a manufacturer and designer of premium home decor, gifts, accents, anything that you need to really decorate your own home or to give a gift with meaning. Right. Like the things behind you. Yes, Yes. exactly. Right. Right. So uh, have you noticed a difference coming out of COVID uh, with, uh, you know, I know that like the uh, wedding season, holiday season, people are having parties. I'm here, you know, I live on Cape Cod. I just noticed the activity has just really increased since last summer. Very different. A lot of events. Yeah, I think a lot of things got postponed for about two years. So people are really, uh, you know, it's a two-year buildup of people wanting to do activities and that type of stuff. So certainly um, that's been really good for our business. Um, We're really happy to see everybody kind of getting back to normal as best they can. Uh. Was it different during COVID too? Was that a hard time? So during COVID, we actually, like everybody, had to completely pivot our business. We sent everybody home thinking it was going to be for the two weeks. As we realized it was going to be a lot longer than that, and this was bigger than any of us imagined, we knew we needed to dig deep and do something to save our business for ourselves, for our employees. So we created something called Signs of Hope, which was a unique initiative that we launched it was down to just the two of us mostly working and we created the hearts that you saw on a lot of the doors and basically the goal was that we were supporting healthcare workers and essential workers and thank them for going in um, and showing them support but by also doing that we were raising funds to be able to give back to other small businesses at the same time and the idea completely took off And I think part of it is Brian's crazy idea was that nobody wanted to go to a store. Everybody was scared of each other. So we just hung them outside of our building and it was completely on the honor system. So people could come and leave cash or check in the box or pay by Venmo and take the signs that they wanted and just pay. And the idea took off like wildfire and we ended up having kiosks everywhere and really just changed the trajectory of the entire business. Good for you guys. That's great. And that just shows you, you know, entrepreneurs always have to be ready to pivot and adapt. So now we're coming out of COVID. Uh, are, are you, do you, do you still going back more to your traditional model in addition to the kiosks? Yeah, we've kind of uh, combined the best of everything is essentially it. So we, um, we definitely, with, during pandemic, we, with retailers closed, we had to figure out a way to sell our products. So we've, we've done more to uh, direct to consumer sales. Uh, but now that our retailers are back, we're, we're doing a lot more uh, B2B sales as well. So we basically have two different channels that we're doing, and both are at uh, max capacity. So it's it's been really great. Um, but yeah, certainly the idea is that, you know, we I think we've reinvented ourselves about 10 times since we started the business. 
And where we find ourselves now, we've got some interesting things. You know, I mean, the the, the pandemic seems to be over, uh, but the marketplace is still uh, not quite right. There's uh, large swings of of uh, things going on from uh, materials and and everything being in short supply. So it's still keeping us on our toes even today. Uh, and you know, a couple of years ago, we were just dreaming for this time when the pandemic was essentially over. And here that we get there, it's like another whole set of obstacles that have come up with supply chains and uh, inflation and all that good stuff that we're dealing with. So, Well, is your consumer price sensitive or is it more when you want to buy something, it's more of an emotional purchase? We definitely have an emotional uh, connection to our product, but at a certain point, people are only willing to spend an X amount for that. You know what I mean? If you're thinking about uh, you know, uh, a shower gift or a wedding gift, maybe you've got a little bit more... Uh, you know, more budget there, but on your everyday type of stuff, there's definitely price points that if you can keep it under $50 versus $100, you're going to sell more. Um, and when we see that the wood prices have kind of gone all over the place, uh, it definitely makes it very interesting. We didn't think that, uh, you know, selling wooden decor and home decor items would be uh, as crazy as, as, it, as it has been. But, um, you know, things are starting to sell down a little bit in the marketplace. We do make some uh, products out of uh, plywood, it's called uh, Baltic birch, which is uh, another name for Russian birch. And unfortunately that price of that wood has just gone up, 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 and even more further up to, to the point that we've stopped making some products because of that particular um, supply issue. Interesting. Now I've heard that you've uh, received many accolades, maybe awards. Can you talk a little bit about that as well? Sure. I think that probably the year we met you in 2019, we were on entrepreneurs list or Inc. Magazine's fastest growing company. We were in the top 5,000. I think we were number 3,000. And then Boston Business Journal, we were also within the top 20 fastest growing companies. But I think a lot of it, we learned that revenue is one thing and profit is definitely another. And during COVID, we were able to really reset, refocus, and that's when a lot of other things continued to fall in. Um, we were featured on Oprah's Summer Favorites last year. And most wow. yes, it was, um, of course, right when we couldn't get the cornhole in the wood. And Brian's like, have her do something else. But I don't think there's negotiating with Oprah. So we, um, we found a way to make that work. Uh, that was exciting. And then most recently, we did an initiative to support Ukraine and we sold Similar to our signs of hope, the next evolution, we created signs to show solidarity and Oprah's team also picked up on our signs and featured that. So to have Oprah have two of your items featured within less than 12 months is really exciting. We've been very excited for our team that they can feel rewarded all of their hard work, innovation, things like that. So we've been very thrilled. Wow, uh, just unbelievable. And do you also sell online? Yeah, we do. We have a website, rusticmarlin.com. Um, so the, the idea is people can go there. And what's really nice is you can personalize the product. So um, there's a lot of different formats, but depending on what you're buying for, whether it's a wedding or just something for your house, you kind of pick the format and then you can spell out the word that you want that's that's most meaningful to you. So having that personal touch is really kind of what makes our product unique. So you've been through such massive change. Uh, can you project where things are going in the next couple of years, how it's going to continue to change for you? Or you just have to react as you go? Pivot I, go. I think we have different opinions on that. Um, but I think the- Family fight, good. 
Let's go. <laughs> We're really trying to focus on becoming more of a lifestyle brand along with, like you said, just signs. Uh, we acquired a textiles companies. We also sell pillows and things like that. And we're starting to expand more. I think making sure that we stay relevant, reacting to trends. But I think that we also learned through the pandemic, really having our business model not be reliant on just website or just a big account or things like that. It's important to really have diversified sales as well, making sure that we're focused um, it's a, it's a fine balance to be have a focus that keeps us and our team on track and successful without being pulled into too many directions. And we find ourselves with that balance all the time to, um, I'm always looking for other business owners to figure out how they do it as well. It's harder than it looks. So you notice above my head, we're also the home for the Family Business Association, the largest independent family business association in Massachusetts. And uh, I'm just wondering, is one of you more risky and one more risk adverse than the other one, you know, look at oh, the smile, definitely. one's uh, smiling, one's like, uh, yeah, uh, no, There's I always one, right. Um, definitely the dreamer of the two of us, I've got, uh, you know, all sorts of crazy ideas. And so the, I'm always definitely trying to, trying to push, push the barriers of what we want to do. Um, but, and Mel's more, um, feet on the ground type of thing. So it does create conflict, but the, the good idea is that uh, you kind of need both sides because if you kind of, uh, if you if you play it safe every time you get stagnant and that, that also can hurt the business. And so I think that's why it's a good match that we both have kind of, we, we come from it two different ways. Uh, but yeah, it definitely can cause some issues every once in a while, but- uh, Melanie, can you close them down? I lose every battle. I do oh that. gosh. That's what she says. I feel like I've never won. So. <laughs> That's a good sign. It's, they always say the best negotiation is when both parties feel they both lost. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and I'll ask you uh, also, uh, not just in terms of the creative, but uh, can you find separation from business to family? It's very difficult for sure. Uh, we try, I think the best way for us to be able to do that is to have plans with others or have an action. Recently, we've uh, played pickleball a little bit, or we like to take out our nieces and nephews or meet up with friends, having concrete plans. Otherwise, you find that you just continue to work. And then even if it's just us and we're out for a walk or we're eating dinner, inevitably, it comes back into work. So we definitely make a conscious effort to try to, <laughs> to have plans in our personal lives as well. Well, my, uh, my uh, stepfather owned his business for many years, and then my mother bought my stepfather's business. And after she bought it, he'd come home from dinner ready to relax after she bought it. And she'd go, she'd like drill him <laughs> at the dinner table. And he'd be like, no, I don't want to talk about it. She'd go, no, you work for me now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely That's tough. Right. We, you know, we've, since we started, we've definitely, I mean, we, there's been times we, we never even want to keep track of how many hours you work because it would make you cry. Um, and now we still work a ton, but we definitely have tried to find a way to turn off the switch more than ever before. We just came out of this long weekend and we haven't, uh, we really talked about work less this, less this time than uh, any, any other time in my, I can remember. So. Well, you need balance. There's no doubt about it. I talked to a lot of families. They 
seem to talk to families every day, especially through COVID. If somebody is looking for you guys and do we uh, at Rustic Marlin, and can we make a commitment that I'm not going to wait three years to speak with you again? Sure, oh, I would for love sure. It. Yes. Here. Well, we already know I'm going to use your services as well. I'm going to send a quick note as soon as this show is done. But how do people find you? Sure, at rusticmarlin.com. And on all the social channels, we're just at Rustic Marlin as well. So fairly easy to follow along, see what we're up to. Always never dull around here for sure. And we're looking to constantly bring fun stuff. We are now hosting events sometimes and we have great retailers and things like that. But that's the best way to keep in the know. Well, that's great, guys. And don't forget, nighttime, cutoff time, weekend, cutoff time. And you'll like the business a lot better. Awesome. Yes, we'll try. For sure. Set some real rules. It's like working out. I'm sure you don't miss meals. Perfect. (laughs) I treat it the same way. You need a lot of structure. And we've been speaking with Brian and Melanie O'Neill, president and founder of Rustic Marlin, been through COVID and booming afterward. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again, guys. Thanks so much. Bye.